This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Welcome back to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass, episode number 113. Yeah! 2.0. <laughs> We're back, man. Last week we started doing the show and I went back into edit and uh, we had this awesome episode. It was the most epic episode we've ever done. In oh, fact, best episode. It was probably, we, we unveiled some secrets, um, some behind the scenes stuff. We uh, we told a bit about ourselves and uh, honestly... It's gone forever. It's gone forever. It was. It was. It's the hidden episode. The the deleted. It's the, the lost. Ether. The lost episode. It's it is floating out into space for yeah. generations to come. And you know what? Those secrets. I thought about it a lot this week, and I didn't feel comfortable <laughs> revealing them. So good. you're never gonna know. Good. Good. Yep, technical difficulties, man, but we're back now, so we're going to try and do it again. So thanks for hanging out with us on Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. My name is Ian, that's Kevin Deers. Hi! And Mr. Ryan the Beard. Hello! And I can't believe it's already f***ing May, basically, almost. Yeah, man. two days left in the month. About to hit, hit up some f***ing Cinco de Mayo. Are you? Where are you going to be going? Uh, probably down to the, the Chupacabra, man. Oh, yes. Down on Alki. El Chup is a good one. El um, Chupacabra. There's the one over on East Lake. That's right, yeah. My yeah. buddy uh, Trevor works right next door. Taylor but works there, too. It's a hard place to get to, man. South Lake Union fucking sucks these days. Well, as if it didn't before, but it's impossible to get around. Yeah, it's not easy. As if Alki is, but... I like the Green Lake one, too. That, that's a, Or the Greenwood. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Up there. F- Finny Ridge. We are not getting paid by Chupacabra to say this. We are just a fan of that place. I wish we could. I like getting wet with those burritos. The wet burritos? <laughs> mm-hmm. Damn, dog. Didn't know you got wet. See, you guys can keep your chup. I'm a Gordito's man. Oh. Gordito's oh. is honking mother... Big ass baby burritos. sized burritos. Yeah, man. That's because you just fantasize about eating babies. I do, I do. Just <laughs> munch them down. Nah, man. It's scary. If I'm gonna get a burrito, I want something I can munch off of for a couple of days. Just really uh, go to town. On one it. of my favorite Mexican places over in West Seattle called Puerto Vallarta. Okay, that's a good one, man. I like Taco Bell. <laughs> it's this new kind of place. They oh, got I heard these of it. I heard really of it. authentic Doritos. Uh, burritos and Doritos Yo, tacos. I went to go to Taco Bell a couple days ago and made the mistake of getting some nachos bel grande. Oh. Yo, that <laughs> sucks. <laughs> That's like Just the most Mexican. I mean, whatever. I, I'm not gonna lie. I probably eat Taco Bell more than any do. other place I do. And what the fuck are we talking about? We're talking about something. So the, the other day, uh, I uh, let's start the things off with a little correction <laughs> corner. Because the other day, your roommate, Josh, oh God. he confronted me at the Anthrax Kill Switch Engage show, and he told me that you were talking some podcast, and, uh, yeah, he said well, that probably. he doesn't eat that much, uh, he doesn't eat that much Taco Bell. That's a motherfucking lie, Josh. He says he doesn't eat that much Taco Bell. <laughs> no, he does, and so do I. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, Josh, I know you're hearing this, and yes, you 
fucking do. Well, for 30 bucks, you can get a lot of Taco Bell, and he's $30 Josh. He's $40 Josh, first of all, Ryan. He's so $40 Josh. There's a huge difference between $30 and $40, okay? He, he went up by 10 bucks. It's like a level of class, for real. You hit $40, you hit a new level of class, dude. You do. A also, new level uh, of $10. Our buddy Cameron, who runs one of the security uh, agencies in town, they were having a movie night, and uh, Josh was telling me that they went to Taco Bell and spent $100 on tacos. Can you guess to the number how many tacos that was? 87. Lower. 69. Very, very close. 71. 70. 70? 70, 70 tacos, tacos on the dot with $100 oh, cash. Wow. So just in case you were wondering. Cool. Imagine though you walk up to that Taco Bell and then everyone in the back goes tacos. Yeah, it's got to take you got to see got to email that order in and be like, "Yo, I'm going to be there in a couple uh, couple hours." No, you just walk up. You just walk That's, that's how you end up with like feces and like 19 of your burritos. Well, you'd l- you end up that way anyway, so. <laughs> Sorry guys, I'm just playing. We're just joshing you. Ah, ah. What's going on? What's been up this week? Ryan, uh, saw you at the uh, saw you at the Weed Eater show the other day. Yeah. That's right, looked, man. Lo- looked like you were pretty happy to see Fatso Jetson. I was super stoked to see Fatso Jetson. You know, that's uh, one of the few. Is that like Flotsam and Jetson? Well, they were uh, they were a band during the whole Desert Rock explosion. They were kind of along with Caius and yeah. Um, ah. It's actually Ryan's nickname and that kind of stuff. <laughs> and um, Jetson. I really wanted to. Uh, I wanted to check out that band. They've always kept it instrumental, and you know, I've, I've always liked their music a lot more than you know, Caius and Queens of the Stone. So you didn't have to hear their and, singies. Well, they, I think they're better songwriters. But you know, they 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 chose a different path, went a different direction, and chose to get nerdy and instrumental, and opposed to going a more radio friendly direction. Radio friendly. And, uh, that show yeah. was gnarly, man. It was like uh, Karma to Burn, Primitive Man, Fatso Jetson, The Obsessed, and fucking Weed Eater. Wow. It was just like gnarly. Uh, now, special shout out to The Obsessed. That band is fucking crazy. The fact that they have been going at it for so long. Uh, they broke up for a long time. Obviously, Wino uh, was the frontman for St. Vitus. But The Obsessed, I mean, I looked into that band, and there are flyers of them playing back in the day, back in the day, with Bad Brains and Minor Threat. Wow. Can you imagine seeing like an <laughs> old school like straight edge hardcore show and then with like a doom metal band just attached to it hey man that'd be fucking rad diversity um some of their early stuff was on like the uh sst records so it makes sense i mean uh why no uh he put out other stuff on sst so interesting stuff going to see yeah, black cool. flag and the obsessed but uh yeah man what else you been up to ryan you went and saw that show but uh that was pretty much it well or wait i worked the uh <laughs> okay I worked at the Kill Switch. Yeah, that's true. Show, yeah, that show was, that was a good show. You man. were there all day long, man. Yeah, that was a uh, that was a very very long day. And you had an interaction with Joey Belladonna. Why don't you tell us about that? <laughs> oh, he was just he was How'd walking into the building, and I said hi. I just kind of nodded my head. You know, it's it's uh, I I try not to interact with the artists that are working there because I figure that you know they have so many other things to do, and I just treat them like people. So yeah, just kind of gave him a polite nod and. Stopped, said hi. Was he a nice guy? If I was working, yeah, he was super, super nice guy. I thought it was really cool of him to take the time to. Oh my god, it's Joey! Ah, no, I was, I was just real. Show me your fake tan ass. (laughs) He was just a nice guy. Who said that? Nice. I just, I just think it's cool when guys on that level take the time to just have a conversation. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm going to start doing is throwing spitballs at you as I see you doing the uh, the teardowns of the sets. Dude, some of that, don't do that, because some of those pieces of gear that's talking uh, about multiple hundreds yeah. of pounds. I got good aim. Drop that. 
get hurt. I don't care. As long as you get hurt. <laughs> Somebody's got insurance. <laughs> Somebody's uh, got insurance. But the, yeah, that Anthrax Kill Switch show is awesome. I'm, I'm glad I got there at like 6.45 so I could catch Code Orange. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I got there about 7.20 and they, yeah. They were long gone. <laughs> they were Well, they had like a couple songs left. But uh, that was fun, man. Uh, we were wondering like, we were Kevin and I were set up to do the stage announcement. It's happened like, a, I think maybe two or three times where we've been like, Kevin put in the work to set this up, and then we end up showing up early. Sitting there, side sitting stage. Sitting there, waiting for the thing, waiting for the thing, waiting for somebody to walk up and hand us our mic so we can go out there. And then the band just starts, and we're like, man. Well, <laughs> I guess that didn't happen. I guess that's not happening. So we were worried that it might happen, and we were like five minutes over, ten minutes past our stage announcement time. And they go, okay, go, hurry. So we walk up there, do the stage announcement, and then as soon as we walk off, they start blasting, six, six, six. The number of the beast. That was a super fun stage announcement, though. I feel like, uh, you know, when it's like a big show like Anthrax, people are just so pumped. Uh, I actually did a stage announcement last night for at the uh, the High Dive. I did it with oh, Matt, wow. Matt Coke, um, the overnight sensation here on The Rock. And uh, we we double teamed that one, did a, did a uh, oh, stage announcement it. for Devils Hunt Me Down. They had a record release show. Shout out to a former intern, Callum. Did you flick him in the nuts? I did not flick him in the nuts because he's already injured. He played oh. one song oh, though right. he has a broken arm and he played one song the on last song arm. with a broken arm on drums so shout out to him man that I was wonder a, how he's feeling today like there's <laughs> a sold out show <laughs> at, broke the, at the high dive though so it's very cool to see uh, people coming out for uh, the local music and uh you're the cobra man they they tore it up dude they they were awesome that and rules. there was a bro in the pit that was just like <laughs> moshing everyone it was so so sweaty was and it compact and tight no 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 matt <laughs> like this guy makes matt look like a pipsqueak this guy's like the, the alpha bro of all bros and he wow. was stage diving and crowd surfing basically encroaching on everyone's personal space bumming everyone out but he was so positive and high-fiving everyone that like you couldn't be mad at him he was just like stoked bro did other, did, he, did other people join in there was some people Kind of just like, uh, okay, yeah. I guess I'll mosh. mosh. Yeah, self-defense <laughs> mosh. But he was just like, wouldn't let anyone's like, uh, like you know, kind of passive-aggressive anger, like get bum him out. He's just like, dude, loud music! And, and, and high dive's 21 and up, high right? Five, yeah, he so was... So people were standing there with their beers, beer splash. It was <laughs> hilarious. It was... And he was just kind of elbowing me in the head and just like, sorry, bro! <laughs> I'm just like, dude, it's all sorry good, for man. The face rash, this band man. rocks, man! You should get his... In info and let's bring him up here for an interview like none of it was negative or like he wasn't trying to hurt anyone he was just he was uh you know he was he was man spreading name. in the pit uh, you find out what his name is <laughs> he was pit spreading Maybe he was bro like spreading in the an pit an alliteration like bromosh bob or yeah. something like that bromosh bobby uh bromosh brad actually <laughs> bromosh chad <laughs> chad yeah ian what have you been up to man oh man you know saw you i've been uh, working a lot of my house i've been i cleaned my whole house the other day well you know josh didn't yeah i know he sat watching video games while i did it what's up josh watching video games You're playing video games while oh, okay. watching me do it and then talking to me from the other room so i uh <laughs> i wonder what he said he was like hey man thanks, thanks for, for cleaning that. bro yeah i'd help out but this is the dot, weird part dot, like, dot, dot, i think dot. josh listens to these podcasts and it's the sh- that i never actually say to his face and he has to hear it third party through a podcast <laughs> why don't you help clean up a little bit josh uh dude i mean like he was at work but i like i took it deep dude i like vacuumed my couch like i did everything so it felt really good i think ryan just left to go get our food yeah he's going to get your food did man. he even say anything he could have been like hey no, i'm he, leaving to go get our food he typed it into the google box and showed me oh 
What? He said, gotta go grab the food from downstairs, and then he showed me, and he just kind of dipped. So cool, maybe we I was can supposed s- to tell you that. We'll still be potted. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me my honey hole. Um, Sandwich. Okay. <laughs> okay, I have a confession, and I'm sad Ryan isn't here to, to do this. confession to make. Uh, this is really I'm embarrassing, but I feel like I need to address it, because it wasn't really my fault. So today, I pissed in my bed, right? But it was one of the dreams, and I haven't had this dream for like 10 f***ing years. Uh-huh. I was super comfortable. It was really warm in my house. <laughs> and I had one of those dreams where I'm standing in front of the f***ing toilet, you know? Yeah. And so like- no, I don't know, but- You've never, never had, had one had of those? Dream, no. I've had it happen two other times in my life. Okay. And so like, I'm standing there, and I'm like, having this dream where I had been doing all of this other too. And it sure. was like the end of my dream where I'm like, all right, I need to go to the bathroom. And so I walk into Work's the bathroom. Work's done. Time to piss. And so here's the f- up part like in my head in my dream i realized that like yo i can't you know don't don't do that don't piss bro <laughs> it's do a dream so i woke up and i was like all right i'm good and then in the instant i went back to sleep i went back into the same <laughs> dream in the same spot and it wasn't bad it was maybe like the size of like a like a two inch little pancake oh, you can just like, leave like it. a silver dollar <laughs> yeah right i tossed a towel over it went back to sleep uh, i now i sound like a four-year-old but I just needed to confess that I think somebody would get a laugh out of that. And at least one other person is going, yeah, man, I've totally been there, man. I know what that's like. Hey. I wasn't I wasn't drunk. I wasn't f-ing doing anything stupid. I was just happy and content. Oh. And I peed in my bed like a grown-ass 31-year-old <laughs> man. <laughs> so I got a question. Now now that now that that's out in the open, Ian I know you, the I, title, Ian Pissed the Bed. I know you have a girlfriend, <laughs> but when you were single and you were, you know, furiously masturbating a oh, lot, great. Uh, did you ever and then just fall asleep in your. Uh, <laughs> you know, fall I never with all over. I was room. never like <laughs> that lazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've done it when I was drunk or high. You just like whatever. <laughs> you, you wake up and scratch your, your face shorts, later. Just like <laughs> stuck to your. Pubes. You pranked the to yourself. You like what blackout. The f- I can't get these shorts off. What is this? Why am I stuck to my sheets? Uh, no. Ugh. So now you don't ever get to make fun of me for pissing my bed. You, I wasn't making fun you of you. Hey, you know what? <laughs> We're actually going well, deep. Thank you. Thank you for uh, asking me, though. I kind of hope this episode was I lost feel like as well. I know you better now. <laughs> yeah. You know uh, Sorry, this is the third time we're trying episode number 113. Ian and I lived together for about three years. And, I didn't know this years, about you. And I don't think we saw each other naked one time. No. We actually... Uh, I think we're really good on that because there's a lot of people that, you know, will say, oh, I accidentally saw my roommate having sex or I accidentally heard. I know you probably, well, yeah, let's not get too into that because my (laughs) girlfriend listens to this pod. And she's already pissed, dude. She's already pissed. Look what you did. Look what you did. I heard you getting (laughs) rammed that one time. (laughs) Yeah, see, that would make her laugh, which is why I love her. By Chip. Oh, oh, fuck you. (laughs) Oh, that's terrifying. It's like some prison (laughs) (laughs) Straight up. I mean, no, here's the other funny part, and Josh may or may not acknowledge this, but I thought Josh was out mowing the lawn still when I was in the bathroom about oh, so ready to take a shower. Some work. Yeah, I asked him to mow the lawn. He mowed the lawn. It was fucking great. It was just weird. Like, our grass is growing super fast. Who'd have thought? Sun, water, plant growth. Did you pay him? <laughs> like a dad? <laughs> no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, here's your allowance. Your allowance. Son. Here's your $7.50 for the week. What did you get for allowance? Uh, it kind of went up as I got older. It yeah. started as like five bucks a week when I was young, and then like ten bucks I'd start doing some chores. Ten bucks a week. Then on as in like uh, 
uh, like junior high and be like 20 bucks a week and then I'd use that to go buy CDs and stuff. Sure. You know what I mean? I don't think it ever went up past that. My dad was like, go get a f***ing job. I started at 250 which was good for me when I was a kid, you know? You're a kid, you get $2.50. Yeah, where is it? And then, we were making fun of you for leaving without saying Then anything. I went up to five. I said something. And my mom did it in, in <laughs> my mom was frugal. She did it in increments of 250. So nice. I went up to five and then my next bump up was 750. Wow. And then my next bump up was 10. And, uh, like you know, minimum wage. I mostly just bought wrestling magazines so and you wrestling made, action you figures. You made more money. With that. Dude, I smell those fries. Hand it, do you make some sound? Give you me want, some fucking food sound. You want some food? That's unacceptable to eat on a podcast. I'm going to eat the food myself and just not give you. If you eat on this podcast, I'm going to fucking punch you in the face. That's the worst. Well, like no, because Ryan's the worst. Like if he has a drink in his hand, he's like, "All right, 15 people just stopped listening to the podcast because you're eating on the air." No, that's not true. It's because they're like, "Man, I want some fucking honey hole French fries." For real though. So should we eat now? Yeah. No, but what do you what did you do this week? I just told you. Oh, cool. I told you all this stuff. I got distracted. The smell of rich uh, aromas. Let's hit some news, bro. All right. Okay, time for some news. Yeah. You know what? We actually have a friend in studio right now, Mr. Toby, a.k.a. Tobias Core, legendary poster from the Bridge Nine message board. Rufy's Pizza is his name on that message board. Oh, God. We got beef with him. Now's the time to air that. Toby Core ain't no one to with Toby Core. All right, <laughs> let's go with some news, brothers. Let's do it. All right, so uh, there have been a lot of f***ing metal beers that have been coming out in the last few years, and I've been sitting around going, "Who's going to put out a good one?" Well, why? Why aren't Anyone? they? Why aren't they coming out with good ones? What do you mean? What? What? What's? What's not good about so the beers? So it's been all that these been pale ales. Hey, man, we're going to put out a brown ale. We're going to put out a pilsner. Now what the? F- I thought you were metal bands. Who's got an IPA? Who's got the IPA? Well, Motorhead has an IPA coming out. Born to Lose and Live to Win. Two brand new IPAs with 6.5% alcohol. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, brewed by Cascade, Simcoe, and Citra Hops that provide an earthy, resinous aroma with nodes of fresh citrus. Did they say nodes? Yes. That's just going to make me look at... Notes! Of, oh, okay. No, <laughs> nodes makes me think of Lemmy's f***ing mole face. <laughs> it's got nodes. R.I.P. Lemmy. Of f***ing IPA. Yes, exactly. So that's cool. Um, born to born to lose and live to win. Two brand new Motorhead beers. Does it say anything about when they're coming out? Uh, Sometime soon. Whenever they're done. It will be sold by Amplifieds to San Diego locations, and uh, you can purchase it <coughs> online. Hey, Ryan, do you have your computer in front of you there? You know can it. Can you just look up heavy metal beers? Because there is one particular <laughs> website that sells like all the Slayer stuff, the Amon Marth ones, the Iron Maiden ones, the wines, the liquors, and all that stuff. There is an actual website that does it. I just can't remember off the top of me head. Uh, TheBeerConnect.com is where you can get it. There it is. Damn. Kevin, that was fast. He's on it. Hey, man. I'm an all-star. Get Yo. your game on. Get laid. Hey, hey speaking of which, a uh, quick shout-out to Asheen for not being able to get me the Pig Destroyer beer. He's you in bastard. Germany right yeah, now. Yeah, so he can't hear you. He's in Germany right now. He can't hear you. He's, he's too cool for me. He liked our Facebook post earlier. So. He's rocking out at an, uh, an epic power metal concert experience. He would be. Insane. Uh, new Acacia Strain song. Uh, we're gonna preview some new songs here. Acacia Strain has a new one, uh, Grave Bloom, due out June thirtieth on uh, Rise Records. Yeah. Big Sleep is a uh, is a pretty good movie, and they wrote a song called Big Sleep. Chugga chugga chugga. 
tip it in halfway. Oh, oh! Someone just got punched! Crowd kill! Brown note. Hey, you ruined everything. So, yeah, you get the point. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, featuring oh, guest vocals by uh, Mr. Matt from Kublai Khan. Ooh. Matt Honeycutt. What a great song to hurt people to. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I like okay. where your head's at, Ryan. Where's your head You know what, Ryan? At? I've never seen you in a mosh pit, dude. Yeah, you have. When? Kevin kicked me in the head. Nice. Oh, I'm not talking about That's the my first mosh pit experience. I'm not yeah. talking Wait, about so the metal you, shop Toby, studio. Toby, now that you're here, why don't you explain what you're talking about? I believe, oh, Kevin I believe wants it to get was some terror cred. show back in like 2004. You got kicked yeah. in the head by Kevin. Yeah, terror show. I, remember, I got I kicked know in the head by I, Kevin. Hey, like, ah, Ian, you got kicked in the head by me? No, not by you. I'm not mad about it, dude. I I knew like I knew Kevin well enough and saw his mosh uh, maneuvers well enough to understand the physics of his movements. So I'd be like uh, Neo Matrixing his head kicks. Ooh. You guys just need to like get on get on my level, yo. That was prior to. Luckily, the I'm retired. I'm retired from that due to a uh, insane injury that I caused on a friend. So I feel like you're the king of kicking people in the fucking head, dude. Well, here's the <laughs> thing. Like, is what it I is. remember Kevin telling me a story about like who was it? AJ. Yes. Yeah, Kevin got knocked the f*** out cold yeah, by getting I, kicked in the face. I was at Central Washington University in Ellensburg, and I was uh, kind of, you know, if I was picking up some change, and my friend AJ, the uh, former singer of Cheyenne, shout out to uh, Native American Deathcore, played by white guys from Bellevue, um, and uh, he, <laughs> God, and he came through with a gnarly spin kick. Uh, to my temple, and the oh, next thing oh. I knew, I was being woken up on a dorm bed with water getting thrown on me, and uh, <laughs> I had a nasty headache, and people were telling me not to go to sleep. I had a f***ing gnarly concussion. He knocked and your then ass the f*** out. we saw some college girls playing with themselves. With Nice. That's well, good night. Welcome to Ellensburg, Washington, man. <laughs> that was a, a risky, awesome weekend. And then I we bet. saw Stretch Armstrong. You didn't fall asleep, though. <laughs> So, uh, Good yeah, but Kevin harnessed the power of the head kick and then dished it out onto all of you f***s. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, I'm a better person because of it. So. <laughs> I feel like Kevin Thank knocked you. some sense into you me. He takes some punishment. <laughs> uh, Municipal Waste has a new record coming out. They just announced it this week called Slime and Punishment. Speaking of punishment, exactly. <clears throat> it's their sixth record coming out on June 23rd on Nuclear Blast. Uh, they had the Iron Reagan record just come out back in January. And they're like, yo, we got another band, too. 75% of the same people are going to put out another record also. And that's fine with me. So here's a little piece of their new record. Uh, the song is called Amateur Sketch. Uh, check it out. Yeah! 
gonna skip it. Hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, that's what I like. That's already in the middle. Nice. Just let the whole song play. It's a minute left. Oh, yeah. Nice, that dude. Rad. Yeah. That's a ripper. Makes me want to kick someone in the head. <laughs> so last week on Metal Shop, Ryan the Beard picked uh, something for his Beard Pick Wolf Brigade. Why don't you talk about this, Ryan? Well, uh, Wolf Brigade is a really, really awesome band from Gothenburg. Kind of one of the kings of D-Beat. And uh, they recorded a new album that's coming out of Southern Lords called Run With The Hunted. Sick. It was recorded, uh, half of it was recorded at the studio that At The Gates, In Flames, and Marta Dude did all their stuff at. Nice. The other half was recorded in a different studio. That Sunlight! Dis- that Dismember, Entombed, and Grave recorded at. So that's, in uh, th- they're in good yeah, company. Yeah. So the, uh, the statement that they've released says, We look to explore our rawness, writing straight up, in-your-face primitive songs. On this record, we decided to push the melodic strains even further, but without losing either intensity or brutality. Lyrically, we have been inspired by both classic and obscure dystopian literature, finding suitably horrible metaphors for the decline of Western society. That's brutal, man. Let's play All Nomad right. Pack, the first song. Quick one, real quick. You gotta look out for them wolves, man. You can uh, go to Southern Lord website and pick up their premium pre-order package, which includes a uh, a a uh, dirt caked bum flap. <laughs> Not true, actually. Iced Earth has a new song called Seven Headed Whore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still don't get it, man. They said it's uh, n- named after some Game of Thrones. Sh- I'm gonna look that up right now. Seven headed whore. Isn't that yeah, just like look that up, dude. Yeah, it's let's game... Google image search that. Uh, no, <laughs> look up Game of Thrones. Get seven headed whore. I've seen all five seasons of that fucking show, and I don't know what the f- they're talking about. They're like, yeah, uh, it's Game of Thrones theme, man. Come on, like, bro. What? Uh, yeah, well, anyways, new Ice Earth is coming out June 16th on Century Media Records. Pre-orders are available now. Uh, so yeah, Seven Headed Horde, let's check it out. Some Game of Thrones metal. <laughs> let's get f***ing nerdy.
Yeah. So amazing. <laughs> That's the only thing that popped into my head when that happened. Seriously. Very Slayer. Let me hear it one more time. Very Slayer. <laughs> Very much Slayer. But you know what? That's brand new music by Ice Earth. Uh, we also have new music by Decapitated. Uh, they have a new album called Anti-Cult coming out very soon here, July 7th on Nuclear Blast. We have a new song uh, by Decapitated right now. Let's let's taste it. Never. Taste it! Decapitated. Mm. Skip in a little bit. This is a... Uh... Oh, it's got some Yeah, noise. here we go, here we okay, go. Okay, I see. <laughs> Skipping in. Heavy, yes. New decapitated. I'm into it. Sick. All right. What else is coming up here? We got uh, emperors on their way back. Apparently, yes. Cool. Uh, Isan's been doing his own thing for a while, and he just uh, emperor just released a Facebook statement uh, a couple days ago saying, "Emperor hordes, we will return in 2017 for a few exclusive appearances, performing the anthems to the Welkin at Dusk album. The first Ooh. confirmed show is at the Brutal Assault Festival." In the Czech Republic. Cool. So, oh, where the hell is that? <laughs> I don't know. It's over there in Eastern Europe somewhere. <laughs> Czechoslovakia. Right on. Let's Slovakia. hope. Let's hope Slovak. Emperor comes here to the states. That'd be freaking awesome. Oh, that'd be sick. Uh, you know, Travis the Virus. He's a listener of uh, the Metal Shop Backstage Pass podcast, and I think he'll be very pleased with this next story because uh, on this recent uh, podcast called "The Lead Singer Syndrome," the uh, Shane told of Silverstein hosts it. Of all people, and uh, he speaks with John Henry, the vocalist of Darkest Hour, and they kind of ripped into Victory Records quite a bit. So let's, uh, but kind of also in like a polite way. Let's. I'm going to read some of the quotes here, uh, which with uh, John Henry of Darkest Hour said we were one of the few bands that completed a victory contract wow. five albums yeah 10 years baby still haven't seen a royalty check what? hundreds of thousands of units sound scanned you know not one penny so maybe someday we'll get something from them i don't know not that it's all about the money or anything but feeding yourself is pretty tight <laughs> 
Uh, he was asked yeah, if he ever tight. speaks to uh, Victory founder and owner Tony Brummel. He replied, oh, hell no. He'll like email Mike every once in a while when we have to do some business. I haven't talked to him in forever. He refuses, refuses to talk to our manager, too. It's a whole mess. Not the way it should be. Which is like the the most polite thing I've ever heard anybody say about Tony Brummel. <laughs> exactly. So you can check it out. Uh, again, the podcast is called Lead Singer Syndrome. Not that you would want to listen to any other podcast other than this one. Especially when we just give you exactly what they just said. Yeah, we give you the gist. TLDR. Don't worry about it. But they just lost, like, what was it, like a two, three million dollar lawsuit to a to data remember? Yeah. yeah. Who was it that did, like, uh, the expose article about Tony? Uh, it was a former. A m- former Victory Records, like, uh, promo guy. Yeah. The guy. It was a very long winded but awesome article about all the behind the scenes shenanigans and all the craziness, the partying, and uh, like, uh, the he'd, excess. He'd buy, like, 17 strippers for, for a band after their last day of tour. Well, the next story is pretty positive. Ian, you want to take this one? Yeah, okay. So there's a band from Eastern Washington called Blistered Earth. Yeah, they're pretty pretty bitching, man. And apparently they're like, uh, people, from what I've seen, and this is kind of impossible to say, they're like, this is what Metallica would look like if they were the same band from 30 years ago, man. All right, okay. So they play. Well, they do the, look like sort of like Metallica. Yeah, exactly. They play all the old school Metallica hits. They're Metallica cover band. There was a like really bad PR last year when Metallica sued one of the other Metallica cover bands out there. And I think they kind of learned their lesson right then and there. So what happened is that uh, uh, Blistered Earth from Spokane got all of their shit jacked. Uh, I think they were down in Portland, and they had all of their... Ge- Wait, no, no, this I'm getting these confused. You said that they had their uh, band room broken into, right? Their yeah. practice space? All their stuff was stolen. Literally everything. It's they, like they, six they, guitars. They took the broken drumsticks off the floor. Like, that's how deep they got these guys for all their gear. Their bass cabs, their guitar cabs, all this shit. And, uh... Well, James Hetfield heard about it on the news uh, so, through his management. The, the drummer Sean Murphy sell, says this. From what I understand, it was actually from KATU News in Spokane who reported the theft. That's how it got commuted, communicated to the guys in Metallica. I got a call from a lady at Metallica HQ who said she was trying to contact me to verify who I was. Then from there, they got me in touch with Metallica's manager who asked me to send him a gear list. And so I did, and it just kind of went from there. And so it's a pretty awesome that they would do that. I guess it was actually James that saw the story on the website. I don't know how familiar you are with Metallica or how closely you followed their career, but it's a fairly well documented that they had all of their gear stolen way back in the day. Which is a heartbreaking f-ing thing to deal with, man. Especially when you work a shitty job that you don't like so you can buy a f-ing guitar finally. Exactly. So uh, back when they didn't have money to replace their gear. So they have firsthand knowledge of how this feels. But again, I never thought it would come to this. And, uh, yeah, so James Hetfield replaced all this equipment, and uh, they got brand new equipment of everything that they had with an entire list of everything that was stolen. So, uh, you know, shout out to James. He didn't have to do that. No, it's a super classy move, dude. But, uh, you know, it's very expensive, but, you know, it's like... uh, So we got Gus G from Ozzy's uh, Ozzy's solo band being replaced by Zach Wilde. Zach Wilde's back in Ozzy's band. Uh, And so... You know, Gus G's actually saying it's been long overdue. And uh, Gus G confirmed on Facebook. He said, it's been an honor and a privilege playing by our by your side since 2009. Nothing but great times and experience of a, li- of a lifetime. To Ozzy and Sharon, thanks for everything. Love you. Love you. To Blasco, Adam, and Tommy, been a pleasure rocking with you. As a fan, it's great to see Ozzy and Zach back together. It's been long overdue. Last but not least, thanks to all the fans that showed love and support all these years. See you out there soon. 
But yeah, so it's very classy cool. that is for cool. uh, cool, Gus dude. G yeah. to say that. And, uh, you know, it looks like Zach and Ozzy are back back, and uh, that'll be very, very cool to see. Well, I mean, what's he going to... What the f***, man? But that was my job. No, he's got another band. Firewind is a really cool fucking band. So, well, and as an Aussie fan, how can you not want yeah. to see Aussie and I mean, Zach back? He together? wasn't the original guitar player. Like that was a job that you got to do, and I think he handled it the perfect, perfect way. Yeah, in my opinion. Go him. Props to Gus Chi. See here. All right. So it happens every once in a while, and it's happened to Kevin and I too when we do interviews with bands. They'll uh, they'll start getting a little comfortable and feel feel free to start saying some. And uh, apparently on uh, a website or a, a magazine called Ghost Cult Mag, uh, obituary guitar player Trevor per- Perez mentioned this. We got like a two-week B-market run. We're going to do some more East Coast stuff. And then we're going to looking. We're gonna be looking at a U.S. run, co-headlining possibly with Exodus. Yeah! Looks like we're going to do it. And then uh, he says, uh, and then he go- goes back, oh, sorry, uh, you, I can't tell you who it's with yet, because it's not 100% inked yet. So. <laughs> but uh, I didn't say anything. Oh, yes. Pretend <laughs> that. Dot, dot, dot. Please don't publish that. Please. Please. Well, it's out there, and uh, let's hope it, hope it actually happens. Exodus and obituary. If we ever get some dates, we will definitely let you know. So the, uh, we have, for the past couple years, played an awesome rendition of Carry On My Wayward Son by Guar. But this, just this past week, uh, Anthrax closed a show at the sold-out Los Angeles Killthrax tour stop with Kansas cover Carry On Wayward Son. So uh, we're going to play it right now. Here's Anthrax doing it. This is live in L.A. We'll see if it sounds all right. Say John from Shadows Fall played in that band is uh, really f***ing cool to see. Never was a huge fan of Shadows Fall, but it's like I just saw an interview that they did this week, Anthrax, and they said it, it's like he's always been there. That's he's, tight. He fits in perfectly. It's cool. Those Shadows Fall guys were shredders back in the day, man. cool part is that uh, they had Fred Mandel come up on stage down in L.A., who is the guy who's playing keys right there. He did the re- uh, recording for their, uh, I think it was called The Leftovers of the last, they called it The Leftovers EP, the extra song from the last Yeah, totally. Record. And apparently this uh, this dude who's playing keys played with icons like Alice Cooper, Queen, Elton John. That so uh, he's definitely one of the OG 
OG keyboard player. So. OG. Keytar, baby. Yeah, baby. Uh, so this is going to already have happened by the time you listen to this podcast, but it's kind of interesting. We'll see what uh, happens with this. Ghost looking for 100 extra extras to star in some sort of super, super secret shoot. Uh, if you want to be an extra in whatever Ghost is planning, a uh, few requirements. You have to be within traveling distance of Detroit. You have to be wearing a suit, dress shirt, and slacks. Your appearance must be normal. Some people say it's normal. probably for a music video. I say they're actually just lining up the next seven years of members of Ghost. <laughs> yeah. Must be willing to not get paid. Yeah, they're like, hey, you live in Detroit? <laughs> Here's your $14 an hour. You'll be stoked. I hear it's, they're uh, signing a victory records, actually. No. <laughs> uh, oh, they actually just bought victory records. <laughs> All right, so uh, bad news from the amorphous camp. Like, It looks like after 17 years, their bass player, Nicholas, I can't. A tale of a man, goddamn! <laughs> a tale of Yori, <laughs> Nicholas. A tale of Yori. He's decided to leave the band, so it says. Tell that, of <laughs> a tale of Yori. Uh, decision has nothing to do with the band. No bad blood. No hard feelings between us at all. Amorphous has always been a democratic band, and it's pretty obvious that all not all choices can please everyone. Some people don't get along with each other. That's life, which basically means that you got your ass kicked. Out of that band, probably. Oh. It sucks. It says, I still love the music and the guys and the crew, but the reason for my depart depart departure is 100% due to the mismanagement of the band. Damn! Called out. They said, uh, Bands should never let your booking agent be your manager. All right, fair enough. So there you go. Goodbye hey, just, to. Just stop playing music, please. Nicholas. <laughs> I, lo I love. <laughs> What are Morpheus rules? Toby, Toby, Toby. Just give it up. And They're our the... best friends, bro. <laughs> hey, I'm let's... calling him. I'm calling Nicholas at Televiori right now. <laughs> well, he's not in the band anymore, so he's fine with that. Uh, yeah, whatever. On Baroness has uh, has just stated that they are working on a new album. It uh, let's see. The last one, Purple, came out in 2015, and they've been touring their tails off since that came out. The tail is gone. So it's about damn time that they started working on some new music. And here's a quote from the band: "We've started writing a few new tunes that we're working on. The really cool thing now is that Sebastian and Nick, who are the newer members, have been in the band long enough now that they understand what we do. Preparing for Roadburn, we had to learn some really old songs. In doing so, they gained an understanding of that era of the band." All right. And are interested in incorporating some of those elements in a new way. All right. So that's cool. And then he new says, we, wa we want to write some better songs. Isn't that the goal of every band? Yeah. <laughs> well, Good. except for In Flames. Oh, oh ouch. Making Flames great again. The shade is real. That hits deep. So we yeah, actually have two news stories here about uh, the vocalist of... Grim Reaper, Steve Grimmett, as you uh, may have heard here on the podcast in the past, Steve Grimmett uh, from Grim Reaper had his leg unexpectedly amputated after being rushed to the hospital following a live show, but he is back and walking with a super metal prosthetic leg. Literally. It looks badass, and uh, he is he is at it. He has two horns, like raising the horns, two, and it says warrior on the leg, so he is super metal. Uh, and, uh, you know, continuing on, Grim Reaper is going to be playing their first show since his amputation uh, on stage at a uh, London metal fest called Metal Brew with Skyclad, Agnosive, Vodun, Blind Haze, and The Grudge, and, like, yeah. and a bunch more. You see that leg? I don't need that leg, man. I'm metal. I'm a 
Warrior. So that's awesome, dude. <laughs> I'll see you on the stage, you <laughs> guys. Wankers. <laughs> You're kidding. Metal you bloody. You. <laughs> what? Who said that? Bloody. Some English man. That's. Ben Collar from Converge is tracking drums for the new Converge album. And uh, let's see, on Twitter, he posted a quick statement. Just said, drum tracking for 18 songs is about to start. Please post your favorite movie clips to guide me through this. Oh, I need to watch. We need to play this clip. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> Dirty great, Work. great cool Okay. And it's Don Rickles, dude. Yeah. R.I.P. All right, all right, all right. Everybody line up, huh? Line up. Don't be dummies. Just get in line. That's fine. Gentlemen, members of the National Office They're in a movie are coming theater. here tonight for their annual inspection of this theater. Artie Lang right and now, Norm MacDonald. I'm going to explain to you my managing style for the benefit of the new guys. <laughs> so there you are, Tubby. Ah, you look like a bucket of lard on a bad day. <laughs> you baby gorilla. Why don't you work a zoo and stop bothering people? Got a call yesterday from Baskin Robbins. They said that they're down to only five flavors. <laughs> swelling up as I talk to you. Look at you. How's this? How's it doing? Talking news Hello, belly. ice cream. Having a good time. <laughs> Running around. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Because I called your friend a fat pig, huh? You think that's funny? Oh, no. I was just laughing uh, earlier when you were talking to his belly. Did you get a horse <laughs> and live in the mountains someplace? And don't bother anybody. Got a personality like a dead moth. Okay. The fun's over. Anybody messes this thing up for me tonight is through. Not only are you fired, your life is over. I'll see to it that you never work again and that you wind up tearing tickets off in Kuwait. And everybody's sucking sand. And everybody's sucking Nobody sand. Nobody messes up. You understand me? Don't mess up. R.I.P. Don Rickles. This mother. One of my favorite movies. I've seen d Dirty Work probably more than any movie I've ever seen. I pulled some Dirty Work. So oh, the yeah. takeaway from this is Don Rickles rules, Dirty Work is a great film, and New Converge sometime soon. I always thought Don Rickles was like a, actually a f***ing ass. Really? Like an, in real life that he never separated like his jokes from his who the f*** he was. I was reading <laughs> some stories. They actually said he was kind of a sweetheart. He was a good dude. So Yeah. You but, know that's always going on in the back of his head though that's yeah, true he was like <laughs> best friends world. with frank sinatra uh john my roommate went and saw frank sinatra back in the day and don rickles opened wow oh like a comedy yeah set? a comedy that's set cool. before frank sinatra's uh, music set so very cool i did um dark, dark tranquility has announced north american tour dates with warbringer and uh warbringer gonna be coming back to town after playing here Two times already this, this year. This will be their fourth time this year, I think, actually. Yeah, we're leaving one out. Striker is on that tour as well. Remember seeing that band at Studio 7? They tore the roof yeah, off yeah, the place. Hell yeah. Like, who is this band? Uh, September 29th. No, we're Striker. I know it's a ways out, but mark that on your calendar. Seattle, uh, September 29th at El Corazon. That's, That's five months Dark away. Dark Tranquility, Warbringer, and Striker. Yeah, this is a while away. Striker. Kevin, I think you need to talk about this next one. This is This is a Kevin one. All right, so Metalocalypse was canceled by f***ing Comedy Central, and it's a bummer. And, uh, you know, we've had a bunch of petitions to try and get it going, but Comedy Central's like, nah, we don't really care. We're good. But Brennan Small still loves metal, and he still loves 
in art and he wants to continue on with Death Clock and everything, but he doesn't own the uh, register or the trademark to all that. So what he's doing is he's just uh, funneling all his energy into Galacticon, which is his own trademark and his own thing and his own band. So he's going to continue with music on the, under the Galacticon name. And he's also going to do a six-part comic book series, which will arrive at the end of the summer. Right. Uh, yeah, it's going to also be... Uh, co-written by Eric Powell, who created a really cool comic book series called The Goon. The Goon. So look forward to that. Very cool. Brendan Small's a very badass dude, and it's it's a shame that we don't get Metalocalypse anymore. But you know, gotta get take what you can get, man. Heyo. So this is kind of a a sad and yet uplifting in a weird way. Thing, um, the drummer from Internal Bleeding is also a firefighter in New York City, and sadly he has passed away. Um, he fell off a five-story building fighting a two-alarm fire. So the guy died a funeral, died a hero, man. Uh, that that rules pretty hard. So Bill Tolley of Internal Bleeding, R.I.P. Very influential band, influential slam drummer, and I'm sure that their new album is gonna tear all kinds of heads off. Yeah, it sucks, man. Like, he was working on the roof of that building, a five-story building. They were like, yo, it's just a normal thing that they were doing, and either he slipped or fell or something up happened, and he took a high dive off a f***ing fifth-story building, man. Jesus. Yeah. So should we should... Do, do we have the song that's on here still, too? Because uh, this song so. was f***ing awesome. Yeah, Final Justice. Yeah, yeah that, let's that's play a piece up. of this, dude. I was seriously, seriously impressed by this. For fans of dying fetus and etc. slamming f***ing death metal. So rest in peace, Bill Tolley. <clears throat> well, you know we're not going to let you out of Metal Shop's Backstage Pass podcast without re-entering the Metal Shop Brittle Poetry Too Hot for Radio Lounge. Consistently seeking new depths and f***ed up ways to not get fired. So this week, Kevin enters a realm of a, a band called Cerebulho off of their 2015 record Star Horrors. Here's a passage of Life as a penis. Kevin, take it away. I am a sad Winnie. <laughs> Wrinkly and skinny. Always with a bad hairstyle. Never even have a shag worthwhile. I live tightly with two nuts, and I'm now only desired by flatulent butts. <laughs> used to be such a stallion could hump a whole battalion <laughs> never lacked of 
waxed, shaved, or even bushy. <laughs> Life of a penis. Sometimes they were morbidly obese. Others, they smelled like cheese. <laughs> At times, I went for the experienced ones. Others, the Catholic nuns. But really, I loved the where one could go for a treasure hunt. <laughs> people, call, people called me Mushroom Head. My fame was quite widespread. Always found a first-class vagina, even if it was in China. Once I was constantly erect. Nowadays, I'm forever wrecked. Can only get a Viagra boner. From now on, I'll be a loner. I have crabs and incontinence, herpes and impotence. Can't even get manual decompression since my owner is handless. A hard-on would be a bless to save me from this great depression. <laughs> I am a sad Winnie, wrinkly and skinny, always with a bad hairstyle. Never have a shag worthwhile. Live tightly with two nuts, now only desired by flatulent butts. Wow. There it is. Flatulent butts, huh? I think that's some of your best work, dude. Life <sighs> of a penis. Let's, I wanna, I, real quick, I wanted to name some of the other songs you can find on this album, like Pornocchio, Buttman, Star Whores, Happy Fornication, uh, Bit. Boobs, which stands for Best Object of Baby Sucking, <laughs> and Snow White and the Seven Dwarves Gang Bang Edition. So oh. check out Sarah Bullho. Awesome. Oh my God. Gross. Right. Well, so emotional. Right Toby, now. thanks for hanging with us, man. Oh, it's been amazing. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, guys. You're very welcome. All right, Toby. this has been episode 113 of Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. We'll see you motherfuckers Saturday night. Did it actually record this time? Yep. All right, cool. We're good. Later. Sorry. Peace for out, motherfucker. Sorry for being the bed. This has been Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.